From bubbling hot pools to bracing lakes, public bathing is an important cultural tradition all around the world. Northern Europe is particularly notable for its propensity to dive in. So what sort of relationship do Copenhagen have with their public baths? You're listening to Tall Stories, a monocle production brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. In this episode, Carla Heine explores the Danish capital's blue spaces to find out just how important they are to residents. When Copenhagen's first harbour bath opened in 2002, a new urban experience came to life. People could now jump into the water right in the city centre. Those who have had the experience of swimming outdoors in their own city know what a luxury this is. There is little that compares to the feeling of diving into refreshing water after work on a summer day, and this feeling is something that Copenhageners know well. And the best part is, it's completely free. Indeed, Copenhagen is a pioneer in the redevelopment of waterfronts, and it has inspired many other cities to rethink the way rivers, harbors, lakes, and other blue spaces could increase the well-being of citizens, especially as summer temperatures reach new highs. On the long summer days in the Danish capital, you'll find it hard to put your towel down on the boardwalk before jumping in. And if you do find a spot, you'll be in the company of many others who, just like you, came to the waterfront for a bit of relaxation. There are kids waddling in the shallow pools, adventurous teens somersaulting off the diving platforms, those doing laps in the swimming lanes, and all sorts of people lounging on the waterfront and basking in the sun, either with friends or on their own. Even in the winter, you won't be alone. You'll be met by the brave winter bathers jumping into ice-cold water and the lunky members of the saunas. I say lucky because the waiting list is reputed to be 10 years long. Swimming in the Copenhagen Harbor wasn't always a reality, though. It took 10 years and 135 million euros of investment to clean up the water, upgrade the sewage system, and install infrastructure to make it safe enough for swimming. This is because, like in many other urban areas, industrial activities and a growing population had polluted the harbor water. But in a matter of years after the first harbor bath opening, the harbor had transformed into a vibrant public space at least after people's initial skepticism about how clean the water actually was. Today, there are over 14 official swimming spots in the city, and the current mayor is considering making the entire harbor a free swimming zone, with specific restricted areas reserved for boat traffic only, which essentially turns today's logic on its head. The most recent harbor bath to have open in Copenhagen is Sankai. The Sankai bath looks familiar, with a boardwalk, diving platforms, ladders to get in and out, swimming lanes, a sauna, and of course the yellow buoys to demarcate the swimming zones. The whole structure is made of wood, which gives it a warm, soft, and inviting quality. The Sankai Bath is located in the North Harbor District, which used to be an industrial port area, but it's now being redeveloped into a modern residential, commercial, and cultural district. It's the biggest urban development in Northern Europe, and it evolves reclaiming land in a strait separating Denmark and Sweden to make space for 70,000 new residents. Today, there are nearly 4,000 residents in the North Harbor, and it's already seen by many as an attractive neighborhood to live in. But what makes it so? More than the trendy cafes and restaurants, modern buildings, beautiful Danish architecture and design, there is the harbor. And walking around, you really get a sense of what the architects and planners mean when they say that the North Harbor is a neighborhood emerging on the water. More than being surrounded by the strait, the plans include canals that flow between buildings, basins for people to swim, and of course, the Sankai Harbor Bath. All of these water elements really come together to create the idea of a floating city. As soon as it opened, the Sankai Harbor Bath became the most popular in Copenhagen, seeing more visitors in its first summer than the two previously most visited baths put together. And it's what brings the most visitors to the North Harbor. 
But even with the crowds that make the bats busy and bustling places, they still retain this calm and friendly atmosphere characteristic of Danish living. The harbor baths are really a pride for many Copenhageners and a cornerstone of what livability means for a city that is often referred to as one of the greenest in the world. They serve as a gathering place, offering a bit of relaxation from the busy city life and respite from the hot summer days, which, yes, do exist in Denmark. Tool Stories is a monocle production from the team behind The Urbanist. This episode was written by Carla Heine and produced and edited by David Stevens. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to receive new episodes every week. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers. Listener.